0: We've heard over and over um, just the power of AA. And I'm curious about your um, journey to sobriety. A lot of women in our community, people in our community are sober curious. Mm -hmm. And so I would love to talk about just how, how your relationship with alcohol and now without alcohol has really amplified your connection with your soul, spiritual journey, because I think for us, I am sober. Curious as far as you know, a couple a month, and she is sober. So it has absolutely like just opened a channel mm. of sorts. And I'm curious, like your thoughts as you've navigated. Yeah. Well, first of all, I was a mess. <laughs> like like a total mess. disaster. <laughs> Ours is like, we'll stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. It was. It was strongly suggested by a lot of people in my life that mm. this was not working. For me, yeah. um, but you know, I was a kid who who was sort of awkward and insecure and had challenges making friends and didn't really how to didn't really know how to like navigate socially in the world. And as a result, was kind of a loner. Um, I discovered swimming at a young age, and that was like a safe place for me where I learned a lot about life and you know how to um, you know achieve goals and things like that. Um, but it was also a defense mechanism w- that that on some level, I suppose, um, prevented me from learning social tools that would be, you know, valuable later in life. Um, so, when I went 3,000 miles away to college, I just, because I was a goody two-shoes in high school. Like, all I you was doing say. was swimming <laughs> and Stanford studying. swimmer, lawyer. Got into all the <laughs> fancy good. colleges and had a lot of judgment about, you know, people that were out, out partying. Um, and then I went to college and I just went insane, you know, mm. and just partied like a rock star and lost interest in the more aspirational things that used to be my North Pole. and uh, And it was just kind of a slow decline. Like I knew early on that I had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, but you can get away with a lot of stuff when you're young and yes. you're just, oh, yeah. you know, even if you're The last person to leave the party, and the person who passes out, and you know all that kind of stuff. It's like you can laugh it off because a lot of people are doing it then. But as you get older, it becomes less humorous. And you know the people that you used to hang out with are now building lives, and they're not available. And you start hanging out with lower companions until it's just you in your bedroom alone drinking, and it becomes very um, lonely and desperate and. Not sexy at all. Um, so for me, it was many years to get to that point. Um, before uh, you know, I became like a daily round-the-clock drinker, and I was getting collecting DUIs, and became the guy who couldn't show up when he said he was going to show up. And my friends, you know, were you know doing other things in life and didn't have time for me anymore. And my family got to the point where they didn't want anything to do with me. It got really bad um, to the point where. I really had nowhere left to turn. I was sleeping on a bare mattress in a shitty apartment with no furniture and was about to get fired from my job and ended up in a treatment center where I stayed for a hundred days and was told early on, like after I was honest for the first time about how I was actually living, that you know if I didn't figure it out, I was probably gonna die. And that my case of alcoholism was pretty advanced, like along the lines of what they typically see in like 65-year-old lifelong drinkers. And that hit me like a ton of bricks because I was this person who thought myself to be smart and upperly mobile and very privileged and had all these incredible opportunities that I had squandered. And I was very ashamed of that. And I realized like, I'm in a mental institution. Like all my thinking, me thinking I'm this smart person ended me up here. There's something wrong with my thinking and I need to get this right because I don't ever wanna come back here again. And I took recovery incredibly seriously. It was my number one priority. It remains my number one priority. But at that time, it was like 100 days in rehab, two meetings a day, commitments, sponsor, steps, like the whole thing. Like, yeah, I had a job when I came back, but my real job was creating a foundation of sobriety. And that has paid off in helping me to, uh, you know, not only just repair all my relationships and become like a responsible member of society again, but to really get whole with myself. And so in thinking about people who are sober curious, maybe you don't relate to that because my story is extreme, although it's pretty mundane in the context of AA. I mean, there are, most people have much worse, you know, tales of woe to tell. Um, but I've seen people come back from the depths of despair to live amazing lives. Like it's really miraculous. But I just think that, you know, the lesson for somebody who's sober curious, in my case, because I, I'm not here to give advice, I can just share my experience. My relationship with alcohol was so interwoven with my insecurities and my sense of less than and my inability to just be comfortable in my own skin so that I could go to a dinner or a cocktail party or walk into a store and look somebody in the eye and ask a question or say hello particularly with respect to the opposite sex like i could not talk to a girl unless i had at least you know three or four beers in me and that became like uh, a crutch in that if i wasn't drinking i became completely incapacitated to like be a social person and so alcohol taught me like i it, i have to say like it's it 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 was the solution to my problem. Like it works, right? So I could go to a party and talk to a girl and flirt and tell a joke and feel like, hey, I'm having fun. And like, this is the way I'm supposed to feel all the time. This is the way I always wanted to feel until it turns on you and it gets dark. Um, So to the sober curious person, like be honest with yourself. Like what is the alcohol doing for you that you feel like you can't do yourself? What is it that it's masking? What what is the emotional pain that it's covering up that you don't wanna look at? Because the real opportunity is to do that inside work. And when you remove the alcohol, in my case, losing my best friend, I became a live wire of all kinds of confusing emotions that suddenly were percolating Mm -hmm. up that were forcing me to have to reckon with them. And I didn't have any tools for doing that because sobriety isn't just abstinence, it's... it's 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 emotional sobriety. It's like learning how to manage your emotions and create new uh, you know, new behavior patterns to manage that sense of dis-ease within so that you can grow into a person who's truly comfortable in their own skin. And and, you know, it, it's a lot of work, but I am comfortable in my own skin now. I don't have to when I walked in here, I I didn't have to be scared, you know, of, <laughs> of having to talk to you. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can do this, you yes. know. But there was a time where, you know, if I had to walk, I I would have been terrified. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, And I think because alcohol is so, you know, widely approved of, nobody bats an eye at it, even when people are drinking excessively. It's sort of Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, yeah, maybe that person drinks a little bit too much, but who cares? So, really look at that, you know, is it in service of you or is it Um, a barrier between the person you really want to become and the person you currently are. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.